Hey, Josh. Yeah, Fuka. You know what really puts a staff up my flag hole? <laughs> what is that? Uh, you cut, when you go to a games and they move the location on you and then decide to put it into a giant dirt field with nothing but wind and dirt, and uh, you got to play in this nonsense. And, and nobody shows up. And, and nobody's here, of course, yes. <laughs> we came all the way out here for nothing. Uh, you got to love that. But then again, isn't really all of this for, non, for not... Yeah, I mean, I think I think the story of the pipe band experience is really that why why are we here? Complete waste of time. Let's just just shut it down. Let's shut it down. We're done. Chain rant's over. The pipe band's over. We're done. Just turn it. Turn, flip off the switch. We're we're out of this. Power it down. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Josh. Welcome to the Chain Rant Podcast. With me, as always, is my uh, bearded, be-bearded, bespoken uh, co-host, Mr. Andy Fuko. That's me. And if you didn't know, I'm here to let you know that this is an explicit show, even though we are live from a beer tent and we're about to get in trouble for saying this as loudly as we are. Uh, you have five seconds to listen to something else. That's five, four, three, two, one. Fuck! Okay, we kept it quiet that one. <laughs> that was a very conservative fuck. Yeah, yeah, we're trying not to get recreate last year when we completely got in trouble and got thrown out. Yeah, that was that was a, a year ago. That we, uh, the lost episode of us trying to do one in Flagstaff and just completely shitting the bed. <laughs> yeah, we've learned since then, I like to think. Probably not, but... I think today will be the decider of whether or not we've learned, <laughs> and it's probably no. Um, but anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, Instagram, if you're Australian, Snapchat, follow us on Twitter, hit us up at chanaran at gmail.com with your voicemails and emails. We have a great interview we're going to get to later today from the one and only Uncle Chop. Become a patron, patreon.com slash chanarant. You could support the show and these two delicious beers Andy and I are drinking in the beer tent at Flagstaff Highland Games right fucking now. Yeah, thanks, everybody. We're going to... Cheers. Sunday fun day, my dude. Yeah, it is. This is the hangover day. This is the slow moving. We got up early for P-Brock, apparently. Uh, and it's... Well, it's early for me. I got up at 8-ish. <laughs> that was a bit rough. Actually, it wasn't so bad. I got some sleep last night. I was about to say, you didn't, you didn't go on the sesh last night. I did not. I start, We got hammered at the here at the games, and then I made the mistake of not drinking for a few hours, and we went to dinner, and then I just crashed big time. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't that much fun. I was basically useless. Well, hopefully not completely useless to your, to your companion. Eh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's like pushing a wet rope through a black hole. That, I, I wouldn't know. I was asleep. <laughs> oh, so you, so she she did you in your sleep. <laughs> I my butt was a little sore this morning. I'm not sure what she was using. Maybe I didn't. We didn't bring Dilly. I haven't seen Dilly since last night, huh? Hey, Andy, it's me. <laughs> Damn it! I knew he would get. Ba- I knew he would get back at me. So anyway. yeah, um, and, and it wasn't just the Indian food. It was it was potentially some uh, foreign object. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, we did go to India, and that was a pretty fun place. Yeah, we enjoyed ourselves. That place was that was damn good food. Yeah. yeah, anybody that doesn't go to Indian food on the Saturday night of a Highland Games, well, are you even doing it right? Yeah, like why go to pizza? Go to Indian. That's that's the thing, man. That's why we. That's actually that's the only good thing about being in a pipe band. It's like you go to Indian food all the fucking time. Yeah. I mean, uh, granted, we nearly got thrown out of the establishment. <laughs> yeah, we went over up to shenanigans. We were a little bit drunk and. Uh, we sat near the front door and then cheered every time ever somebody came in. And <laughs> every loudly. every time every someone time. came in, it was, yay! <laughs> <laughs> they looked at us very confused, like, uh, and they'd smile because they're like, wait, what's going on? And then we'd ask them to sit with us sometimes, and they wouldn't. But hey, you know, mostly we did this because 
we invited a bunch of people to come and nobody came. It was just like four of us. And we had a big table we had no one to sit with. So we thought we'd invite the people coming in through the door to, you know, join us. But nobody did. It's a, it's a good way to make new friends. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> And we're all about we're all about making new friends on Chatterant and alienating old ones. Absolutely. Like the ones, the good people that we've known for years, we just fuck those relationships up. We're always making new ones so we can fuck up new ones, right? So yeah, yeah, we need to have a constant <laughs> supply of human collateral to use for our jokes. Exactly. Oh god. So, <laughs> what else is going on around here? Oh my. So, so uh, how did how the contest go for the band that shall not be named yesterday? In your opinion, Mr. Pipe Major. Well, hmm. So it's it's very hot and dry here. Insanely hot and dry. We're in a dirt field. I was covered in dirt. And the it's seven thousand. My my shoes are fucking destroyed. Yeah, totally. I'm gonna bring them someplace professional when we get home to clean them up. But uh, we're at seven thousand feet, and we got the. Trouble the Flagstaff High G we call it. It's it's like a high C. <laughs> it's so sharp, sharper than a high A. Believe it or not, I don't know how that's po- physically possible from a physics standpoint. But the high G is sharper than a high A when you're up here. So we did deal with that, um, and the contest went okay. We had one person that was never competed before in the circle or in the U because we have no drums, so it's not really a circle. And who, who who was new? The teenager. I don't know if you want me to say. Oh no no no! I you don't need to say her name. But no, I didn't know that she had never played before. I could have sworn. Competed. Yeah. No. She was supposed to, and then missed both contests this year. Remember? Oh shit. So that was her first time and her last time because she's leaving to college in a yeah. month. So. <laughs> so so at least her first and last performance was lackluster. Yes. At least it was terrible in a horrible location at seven thousand feet. The, the worst possible conditions. <laughs> so I think. She, well, it wasn't raining. Well, uh, yeah. At least it wasn't like Lurgan. Usually, usually it hails. Usually it rains and hails and Flagstaff, so <laughs> yeah. at least it wasn't raining or hailing. Very true, very true, yeah. So, oh, I, I mean, it went okay, I don't know, it was it was what you'd expect for the last contest of the year when everybody's given up mentally and emotionally and spiritually. spiritually. <laughs> it was okay. Um, you know, it's not much It's not much of a contest here, it's three bands, you know, and we played for sheets as usual, so every, a whole bunch of new people earned their yellow flashes. Uh, we have another new guy playing uh, today, Bill, you guys know Bill. Fireman Bill, and uh, he's going to be playing the MSR with us today, so that's exciting. Somebody else in on the action? Yeah, well, it's good. It's good just to clear the pipes, just to get him get one under his belt, you know, with it relatively low stakes. Relatively low? I would say absolutely low. <laughs> absolutely zero. Absolutely zero stakes. <laughs> zero stakes whatsoever. Nobody cares. Uh, so. Yeah, man, uh, it's going to be good. I figure we'll play everybody today regardless and give some experience. I mean, we, I was actually having this conversation with Lauren this morning about, like, is it worth coming to Flagstaff for us? No. I mean, generally, if we were actually in a competing situation, no, I would agree with that. Like, what? why are we here? But we need experience, and it's close, and it's probably the cheapest one to get to and have to deal with. So, like, why go to Pleasanton when we're not, when we're just going to get disqualified anyway, you know? So, you know, I mean, it depends on your angle, I think, but... I mean, it's good experience. At least Bill gets another run, and some people get to stand in front of a judge, judges another time. And when they get to meet, the biggest thing for me too is it's good. It's kind of a good spot. Flagstaff is a good spot to meet other pipers in the Southwest, people that are from our area, because everyone comes through the school, and they all tend to try to come to this event to do solos. Oh, absolutely. That Lauren brought that up too. It's like she's like, it's nice to see friends and people we know and the judges we know, because people, everybody's attended the school at one point or another. So yeah, that's that's the positive. You get to see a lot of the cool people that you know, like 
all the guys from Phoenix and uh, Len, of course, and all the other bands here, Tucson and Glendale and all that. It's always a pleasure seeing Len because he really doesn't have that much time left. I mean, he's got he's way closer to the end than he was at the beginning. <laughs> he's got he's got to be like 106 right now. He's he told me his age yesterday. I'm not going to out him, but I was shocked. I was like, oh my god, really? <laughs> well, and, and it's funny. I mentioned to this him. I mentioned this to him yesterday. Uh, I was like, you know, since you kind of take a he took a step back, he's not doing like the leadership role of, the, of that band anymore. He looks he looks like he's aging backwards. I was like I was like you look five years younger <laughs> since you and he. He only he only stopped managing Phoenix what like two years ago not even he stepped down as pipe major like two two years ago maybe three now and uh, but he just stepped down from the band like a few months ago like he retired from playing in competition bands a couple months ago and he and looks he, he looks amazing <laughs> so yeah he he's actually the same age as my father I didn't know that like that shocks me because he's so spry you know and he's still out here doing this fucking thing at that age my god my he was absolutely glowing. Now that he is not involved with the band anymore, maybe that's the secret, Fusco. We could we could quit the band and we would stop aging. Oh, I'm sure of that. The gray in my beard would definitely go away. The gray, the gray in my hair, dude. I'm getting it. I, I don't have the beard, so I'm getting up top. I'm getting my my uh, barber's like, holy shit, you're going gray fast. I was like, Shh. I'm I'm owning it. I don't care. I'm going for it. That's very normal though. You're you're of that age where where it happens. It's not it's not abnormal. But I mean, mostly mostly the pubes. That's what's going great first. <laughs> Once that happens, you know, you, you, well, you shave anyway, right? I assume. No, I mean, I, I keep I keep it uh, a fairly kempt mane down there. Really? Yeah, I don't want him to think I'm a goddamn Ken doll. I don't want to look like a little lady boy. <laughs> I thought you were a millennial. I thought you like. I thought that's what you guys do. I don't even know. Nah, dude, I got pubes, man. <laughs> I, got, I got so much pubes. You don't even know. <laughs> Title of the episode, so episode seventy-seven. I got so much pubes. You don't even know. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Well, that didn't take long to get into get into that, did it? Uh, speaking of pubes, I have pubes on my ass. You were talking about that this weekend. Uh, yeah, we were talking about because uh, one of the one of the stories that we're going to keep super vague and will probably make it into a future dirtbag Olympics involved you being very naked in our shared Airbnb, and it looked like you had buckwheat and a fucking headlock in your ass crack. <laughs> hey man, listen. Uh, when you get to be as uh, aged as me, it's uh, you know. I can't really see back there to, to do anything about it, so I just, you know, let it grow wild, man, you know? It's got to be nuts, dude. That's like every poop's got to be, like, going through a colander at that point. <laughs> uh, <It's> that's, like, <laughs> that's... It's like shitting through steel wool. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you take a shit, put a, try to put, steel, put it through steel wool, see what happens. That'll be pretty amazing, actually. You'll never look at a Play-Doh commercial the same way again. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Well, this descended fast, people. We were actually talking about pipe band stuff. We were 10 minutes in. Um, okay, so getting back to pipe band stuff. We got our MSR today. We're going to play everyone for the experience. Um, what What do you think? I don't know. What do you think? Of the, we talked about kind of getting to see your friends. It's kind of like a It's kind of like a big reunion when you get to go to Flagstaff and see your friends. What do you think are the other benefits of these kind of smaller events that are in this area, you know, in the, in the, the desert branch of Vuspaba? Smaller events, this and like Prescott, that kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> Benefits. <laughs> well, you, you get at least you get to drink a lot. I mean, it's it's like the Vegas games, only smaller and more expensive. So, <laughs> and not as good. Not as good. So there's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm pretty biased on that one, but I feel like empirically we can say. <laughs> well, yeah, I and mean, it's not in a dirt lot, but I mean, I, this is their first year at this location. I'm gonna let them figure this out a year and then I'll decide. But uh, I, love, I love being surrounded by beautiful shaded tree cover that's outside of the fence yeah, where I have to complete in this fucking dirt lot. Yeah. 
it is awful. Like there's tree. We can see them. We can see the shade. So close to the trees. <laughs> but they fenced this all in into this dirt lot, and we're not allowed into the trees. So we're completely fucked. Uh, and so thus, uh, I don't know. Are there benefits to that? I mean, other than what we already discussed, as in people get reps in a less pressure situation. But don't we want to put them in high pressure situations all the time? I mean, I don't know. I think it's also, I mean, there's a good amount of sesh. The, oh, yeah. Flagstaff's, well, for one, Flagstaff's a great town. There's that. So, man, it was. it's always hopping. It blows my mind when we were walking through, after dinner, walking through Flagstaff last night. And, like, there's people everywhere. Like, it's like downtown Vegas, only without the homeless. Uh, <laughs> begging money for it. But uh, it's it's wild, man. Uh, it's such a party town. And then Prescott, I don't, it's kind of similar. They have a pretty good sesh there, too, from what I remember. It's these uh, northern Arizona people. I don't know. They're, they're a wild group here, I guess. I don't know. They like, to, they like to fucking rage, dude. Yeah, they do. And they have lots of breweries and apparently a honeymead place that we're staring at right now. Some sort of homegrown honeymead something or other. Uh, I think honeymead is probably saying it twice, isn't it? I suppose. But, um, but yeah, man, I don't know. It's... It's not 104, so we get a weekend out, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Benefits? We got. We, we invented we invented the newest uh, show. What's that? Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. That was a drunken idea. We still remember it. So we came up with a new show. People, we're going to let you know now. Chanaran is on the way out. We're going we're gonna to shut this thing down pretty soon here. And then uh, we came up with a new idea for a show with uh, starring Josh and MLK. Do you want to talk about it? No, no. I, th- I feel like uh, they'll, they'll see the trailer. Yeah. Let's just tease it, and then we'll talk about it again next time a little bit. Dude, Aaron brought it up on stage. Did he? Yeah. What did he say? I didn't. I, I left by this point. So he was saying, like, he was, like, doing this intro for one of their sets at the green room. Uh, is Aaron Shaw of the Tinkers. And he's like, he's like, yeah, um, uh, so uh, this, you know, this is going to be kind of an ethereal performance. It's going to be, like, kind of like a trip through time. And if you're interested in time travel, the makers of Chanarant have a new show coming out soon. That you should check out. Did you see the name of it? No, he didn't. Say uh, he didn't say the name. <laughs> we won't say it either here. But keep your eyes out, people. The new radio play, presented by Channerant Studios. <laughs> yeah, we, we pitched it. We pitched it to Aaron, and he thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a ridiculous idea, but most things that come out of our mouths are ridiculous or go into them, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. What kind of ridiculous things went into your mouth last night? Uh, no comment. I'm not going to talk about that tonight. Today. Dear Bag Olympics 6. <laughs> hey, you're the one out in the sesh. I just went home and went to bed. I don't know about you. I, w- I was on the sesh, yeah. So I um, I ended up out. You guys left. And then uh, I had a drunk MLK that I was hanging out with. But she was just wasted. Yes, I, I we gave some of our friends the experience of drunk MLK last night because she got that hammered where you got to keep an eye on her because she'll do weird shit. She just starts digging through her purse and she says she's going for a smoke and then fucking gets herself into trouble somewhere and she she's so funny because she, or she'll go she'll go for a smoke and you find her face down in the fucking street. <laughs> it's so funny to watch her because you could tell there's nobody home and it's just you, you just watch her from afar and it's very funny like to see her stumble around and try to figure out where she's going. You could probably play a pretty cool game of what's Kelly going to do next like what is in her brain right now that she's going to go do <laughs> so as we were as we were waiting through the six and a half hour Wicked Tinker sound check we uh, had some beers and then they, I think they played a quick set they were playing I think when we left and you guys, you guys took off, and then me and Kelly went to go catch the Plowboys because the Plowboys were playing at the Gopher Hole, and they were they were only playing until midnight, and the Wicked Tinkers were going to play until four o'clock in the morning because they started so late. Did you 
stay the whole time? Uh, so I, I went to the Gopher Hole. I got the last set of the Plowboys, which fantastic fucking band. If you don't, if, you, if you're on, if you're one of the six and you like Celtic music, I would check out the Plowboys out of California. They're painfully talented for how like what shit gigs they get <laughs> <laughs> wait what do you mean shit oh shit gigs you said sorry I like, like I, I'm blown away by how talented they are and the like the shitty gigs they play I actually was curious I thought we might talk to them today if we get a chance to do it I'm, I want to talk to them about like what it's like to like do the circuit to do this nonsense circuit but be like a real band that plays this nonsense on a because I mean because a lot of them play in other bands too a lot of them are session musicians are they yeah I figured they must be doing something else than this nonsense but I mean I'm sure this is probably a good gig like because there's a lot of them in, throughout the year on the west coast and what does it take if you're a if you're a gigging session musician in Los Angeles to fucking drive out to Flagstaff, Arizona, <laughs> to play the Gopher Hole? <laughs> I didn't have the pleasure of seeing the Gopher Hole, but I can imagine based on what the green room looked like, what an amazing place it was. The Gopher Hole is actually pretty nice. It's a it's a little basement bar. Um, it's one of those weird ones that I can only find when I'm drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like you found the green room when we were drunk last night. Like, Dude, everyone doubted me. I didn't doubt you. The other two were definitely doubting you. Like, no, no, it's it's another way. Like, no, you just keep going through alleys. This is what Josh said. You keep going through alleys. Trust me. I know it's in an alley somewhere. So we just kept traveling through alleys. I thought we were going to get mugged. But and then we were there. And all of a sudden, there it was. <laughs> I, but I, I'm going on record. I did not doubt you. I just kept following you. I was, you just, know, I was out for you. Game. You know that my drunk navigation skills are top. They really are. You had lots of practice in Reno trying to find anything useful while you were drunk. So I understand that. Yeah. I'm like a like. I'm like a dive bar divining rod. <laughs> like, you pour a couple beers in me, I will find a dive bar. Absolutely. My God. It's shocking his ability to do this, yeah. So, <laughs> it's all... They call to me. Here's another funny story about Josh. He shows up tomorrow, yesterday morning, Saturday morning, and uh, all the soloists are doing their solos and stuff, right? And he's like, hey, anybody want a nipper? He brings it. He's got his flask out, right? So, he, he, takes, a, he, takes, a hit, he takes a hit of it, and he's like... Hmm, this is weird. This is interesting. Scotch and he's he's and Daniello is about to play, so he's like, "Hey, you want to hit before you go play? Take oh, off, I take an edge off." Oh, you, you were like confused though. I like, saw it in your eyes. I, I took one nip and I like I took a big old swig and I'm just like, "That's this fucking is, tequila." Is, something's wrong with this picture. And then you gave it to Daniello and she hit it. Think, uh, and I, she's I, like, "Wait a minute, that's what is it called?" Escan and Yeho. So so I I take a taste. I'm like. That's tequila, and Danielle's like, "Are you sure? Let me check." <laughs> and I handed it to her, and she's like, "Oh yeah, that's tequila." <laughs> like so, and I'm so glad I didn't hit that. I would have thrown up immediately. It was, it was, it was a rough start to the morning. Yeah, can you imagine the shock of having tequila when you're expecting scotch at nine o'clock in the morning? morning? Yeah. Oh my god. So that was a fun story. Did that ever get drank, or is it still sitting somewhere? In a I just, I just threw it out the window of the car as I was driving back to the hotel. It's <laughs> probably a good idea. <laughs> that's, that's what I would think of tequila as well. I can't touch the shit, but. Uh, so what other funny shit happened? Oh, so oh, I didn't even get through the rest of my story. So oh, okay. so we uh, so me and MLK, uh, she's fading pretty fast. So I took her to the Gopher Hole to see the Plowboys because everyone loves the Plowboys. They did their last set. Her hotel was right there. She was staying downtown. So I dropped her off at her hotel. It's like yeah, she's like you're going home, right? And I was like absolutely, no. <laughs> so, oh, really? so I went back out on the sesh. Oh, where'd you go? I went back to the green room. Was there shit still happening? Oh, oh yeah, they were still. The boys were still playing. Oh Jesus Christ, that's gotta be. Awful. So I was back in the green room. I caught the uh, tail end of the the Tinker's set, and then I was just like hanging out, hanging out, having beers, uh, enjoying myself. And guess who shows up? Goddamn Aaron appears. Aaron Campbell. Oh, Aaron, he, he he made it out. He 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 materialized. We all thought he died. I found out. I found out later that apparently he went in his room and passed out, and then woke up at like ten o'clock, and then went out. 
So I ran into him. So we were hanging out, catching up, having a good time. And then uh, the fucking girls from the the girls from the show. Remember the ones that were in front of us, the Wicked Tinker show, the hammered drunk ones or whatever. Yeah, yeah. they showed up. Oh, really? <laughs> so we were hanging out with them, uh, talk, shooting shit, hanging out. And they had these two fucking guys that were creeping on him, that were like, like, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the movie uh, Funny Games, where it's like the two serial killer dudes that are like, they're they're like in their early twenties and they're like serial killers. No. So it was they they immediately reminded me of that because they just like had that fucking this, serial killer stare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I'm like, okay, well, this is weird, and it was so funny because Aaron was like, Aaron was immediately on it. Like he, him, and I got triggered at the exact same time. We're like, our spidey sense is going off. <laughs> so then what happened so, so we're sitting there and like we're talking to these guys and they're drunk and um, they're, they're trying like the first the guy was trying to do an accent thing he tried to do an Australian accent for a really long time which was peculiar to me and then we're like yeah one of, one of them was yeah. oh okay it's like yeah, we know you're not Australian but good, 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 good on you the other guy was just like just blackout murdery and it was so funny because like they're getting to the point where they're so drunk and they're like we have the two girls are sitting next to me and Aaron and we're hanging because this is obviously why they came over to sit with us because like these guys were creeping the fuck out so we're hanging out and just talking whatever and these guys are like I, I remember distinctly the one point one of the guys just like leans over and like dude dude if you're like if she's not even gonna fuck you let's just go man <laughs> oh come on you know we've had this conversation. We're like, this is like loudly at the table. And we're all just sitting there like, we can all hear you, dude. <laughs> uh, well, that's fair. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so, then, so then we're out. So like, like everyone, they're closing down. They close down the bar. And we're like, okay, well, uh, like, so we hang out. We hung out with these chicks while they're getting their Ubers. Because we're like, we're fucking gentlemen. And so they get, they get in their Ubers, they leave. Chris, uh, or I mean, Aaron gets his Uber, he leaves. And I'm, I'm by myself at this point with another guy that was like, getting a cab out of the bar. And these two, had, these two had, like, bailed at that point. They were, like, they were gone. I was like, okay, thank goodness the fucking serial killer's left. So then I'm, like, Aaron gets in his car and leaves. And the moment his car pulls away, these two fuckers come out of the parking lot, back out of the woodwork. Oh, no, really? Yeah, and they come up to me. Uh-oh. And they're, and they're like, uh, like, hey, like, I just need to charge my phone, man. Like, can you help me charge my phone? My phone's out. I can't get a, I can't get a ride. I'm like, no, I'm standing How? in the fucking street. <laughs> what are you going to do? I was like, no, nah, I'm good. And like, oh, like I've got this like how I got this like lake house that my parents are renting for us. Like it's on it's on this like it's like this resort lake house. Like, you know, can we just bum a ride with you and like you'll drop drop us off there? And I was like, no, dude, I'm not getting murdered tonight. Like, thanks for playing our game. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm like talking to these guys like this. Or I've got like one hand one hand on the blade, you know? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's a little scary out there. I mean, there's some there's there's some decent there's some one, the one guy wasn't very tall, but he's pretty fit, and the other guy was ginormous. He was like six nine and, and skinny, and just creepier than hell. They're very rapey. Got a real rapey vibe, even for even for you. Yeah, like I mean, I hang out with Andy Fusco, and I thought these guys were rapey. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna I'm about to have to stab someone in the goddamn street in Flankstaff at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> hey, come on over. You can, you can sit. We're not gonna. We're not gonna say anything too inappropriate. I promise. Yeah, yeah, well, you'll be fine. We won't do anything horrible to you. Yeah, yeah go. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that was the sesh. It was. It was. We. It got weird. As it usually does in these hill towns, these mountain towns like Prescott and this place. Yeah, this was. This was like full on hells have eyes shit. Yeah. Hey, we have a special guest with us today. Oh, we do. Um, we have uh, Daniela. She is not one of the six. No, she's definitely not. <laughs> but I do want to say something on, on the air and just uh, bring this up is congratulations to Daniela, who 
I'm going to say must be the aggregate winner for grade four today because she won almost everything. Yeah, she's got to be. Yeah, she's, what would you get, two seconds of first and a third? Yeah. So I'm pretty confident in the other kid that was close to you didn't win and didn't get anything in Peabrock as far as I could tell. Also, we broke his legs earlier. This weekend. That's pretty awesome. How do you feel about that? Amazing. <laughs> good, good set. You're having a beer now, so do you feel more relaxed now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Were you stressed out this morning? Yes, I was. Would you like to elaborate on that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> So uh, this is the second time. Like, you at La Vegas Games won aggregate as well, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're doing pretty well in grade four. You want to make the move to grade three, you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm planning on doing it this year. Cause prepared for, like, what that's going to take? Yeah, yeah. Okay. absolutely. Yeah. Well, she's going to have to move up, dude, because she killed everybody this, this wow, weekend. Yeah. Like, yeah. Eventually, people start giving you the stink eye. When you win all the time, they don't, they don't like it. <laughs> that's why I'm moving back to grade four. <laughs> there you go. Just so you, you want to get the stink eye? Uh, I just want to I just want to have a bunch of medals. I'm gonna immediately throw away. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. It's been a while since you've won an, uh, any, won anything, so you might need to. I mean, I feel like I'm winning at life. <laughs> well, based on last night's story, I'm not so sure. I'm, the fact that I'm still breathing means I won last night's story. That's a good point. Very good point. So I thought for sure, and and it was so funny. Aaron, was, he's like he's like yeah, I saw that when I was pulling out these guys. I was like fuck, should I should I have this guy turn around? Should I go back? And he's like nah, Josh is fine. He can handle himself. <laughs> yeah, well, you did fine. You handled it, right? So luckily, luckily, I'm consistently armed to the teeth. <laughs> speaking of armed, we have we speaking of armed to the teeth. We have a beautiful friend of ours here, Mr. Jeremy Tyree. What's up, guys? How's it going? Big old JT. How'd it go today? Well, it's hot already, so uh, we have our MSR here in about uh, two hours, and we're gonna we're gonna freaking knock it out of the park. We're gonna kick it in the dick. That's right. What he said. <laughs> kick a <it> dick. <laughs> That's an old reference. <laughs> so, Jeremy, you played grade three solos yesterday, yeah? I did, and uh, on my two four, I got blasted by a dust devil, which sucked. But okay. Yeah. Other than that, what's, what's your excuse for the stress bay reel then? Uh, there was none. Uh, the reel was quite nice. Thank you very much. <laughs> Stress Bay, uh, Josh. Would you say it didn't have the funk? Yeah, yeah. I told I told Jeremy like, technically I thought it was pretty good. I thought he hit the notes correctly in the correct order, but it lacked uh, it lacked balls. <laughs> that's a good review. You hit the notes in the right order, so that's you hit the correct notes in the correct order. It's just it didn't have any like it didn't have any swang to it, you know. Swang. That's a good one. No, that's it, a was, one. Uh, it was it was it was a Stress Bay march. Yeah. <laughs> but your six eight had hella swang. Uh, the six eight had some funk in the trunk. <laughs> wait, that didn't make sense. Yeah, wait. Hey, we make up terms here. This is what we do. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, we got funky. Hashtag funk in the trunk. Yeah, we got funky on the bollock aisle. Yeah, so say, the 6'8", the 6'8", had all the swagger that the Strass Bay was missing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to uh, work on that Strass Bay. Uh, yes. Stylings, if you will. In the fourth part of Arthur Bignaud of Lacrosk. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Lacrosque. I used to say lock arrest, but I got throat punched. <laughs> so... Somebody throw punched you? No, no. Okay. I was gonna say like, nobody's taking you on. Well, they I, I haven't been to any funerals lately, so no. <laughs> well, they did, but they no longer exist. Right, right. So. so, have you enjoyed the weekend? What do you think of like this games? I do not like this venue. Uh, the Fox Glen Park was much better. Uh, this At least is just on grass, right? This, yeah, this is ridiculous. The drums sound like crap on rock dirt. Um, well, we don't have drums, so we don't have to worry about it. Our drums sound great. Yeah, but our, our drums sound great. Our drums are awesome. Yeah, we got great reviews from the audience yesterday because we weren't marred by drums. That's what somebody told me. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't say that, drummer friends. But, yeah, there's no shade. We're out in the sun. It's 
freaking hot. It's dry. You got to keep in mind there are no Chain Rant listeners that are drummers. That involves knowing how a computer works. Right. They're all essentially cro magnets. You know what I mean? The first scene in 2001: Space Odyssey where the monkeys are just beating the monolith with a bone. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> That's like a pipe band drummer. But my, but my wife's a tenor drummer, so I, you know I got to be careful. Yeah, but she could do our job and just chooses not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What, by the way, what is the what is the progress of getting her into the band here? We need tenor drummers. Well, I'm working on it, uh, so that'll be uh, more to follow. Should we wait and I see guess? if uh, snare, snorkel, uh, snare core comes together? Snorkel core. <laughs> snorkel core. <laughs> wait, guys. Wait, guys. Are we are we training a new snorkel core? <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> Might as well be. I mean, at least they'll be quiet. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, uh, yeah, J-Dog's uh, wife is playing and learning tenor and stuff, so uh, yeah. we got to get her into the band, and that shall not be named. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to put too many like ideas in your head. But what if you just say you're going to divorce her if she hasn't joined the band? I would not divorce her over this. Sorry. No. <laughs> She's way too good. <laughs> I've got a good one. I ain't letting that one go. <laughs> fair play. Fair play. If she puts up with you. She's a good one. Exactly. Exactly. Dude, she puts up with us, which is amazing. <laughs> and I don't sleep with you guys, so. You we know. did We did completely. Remember? Okay, so here's what happened last year, right? Last year at the Flagstaff Games, we had J-Dog on the show, and we completely went into Chanaran mode and just said, fuck this, fuck everything, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, and his it? kids were sitting right yes. next to him, and she was standing, she, she was like, <laughs> shut it down. What is going down? This, all right, we're out. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody's done. <laughs> that is the growth of a year, though. Yeah, see, we haven't done that. Or at least we got the kids away before we did all that. Well, I appreciate that as a father. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they're going to hear it eventually, but, you know, it doesn't have to be from us. I know. We, okay, wait a minute. Do, does any, do any of them have access to an Xbox, an Xbox Live? <laughs> if, if any of these children have access to an Xbox, an Xbox Live, they've heard way worse than what oh we say. God, yes. <laughs> oh, funny story. Uh-oh. I took Bryson in one of the... Uh, you know, like the common rooms that we all go hang out in at band camp? Oh, yeah. Oh, with the other adults? Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, I walked him in, and then he went in the corner, and uh, Hank Sullivan oh, yes. didn't see him, and uh, he just dropping F-bombs left and right. As a fireman would. Yeah, and I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was giving him the stank out, right? And he looked over and saw Bryce, and, he's, and he felt horrible about it. I was like, Bryson, let's go. Let's get out of here. And Bryson walked past him. He's like, hey, I've heard worse. <laughs> he and, plays Xbox. And he kept he walking out and made him feel even even, 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 even worse. Man. Oh my God. Funny. The funniest thing about playing games online is like the adults are by no means the worst. The kids are like trying to prove themselves and they're just fucking fuck this, fuck that, N-word this, faggot that. I have never been called a Gay faggot N word more times more than on by Xbox like Live <laughs> by a 12 oh year old on Xbox. It's just like kids trying to like prove themselves. They're just such assholes. It's amazing. Yeah, oh my God. It's they're, like, they're like telephone tough guys. Oh, absolutely. But on Xbox. Absolutely. Because yeah. you can't do anything. What are you going to do about it? You just mute them or whatever. But. Go, go to Uzbekistan <laughs> and beat them up. Uh, it's so funny. So, like, Pipe Band's got nothing on Xbox Live, I tell you what. So, yeah, but your your kid was at the school this year. Let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah, uh, my son, my, my youngest son. Came with me this year. I've been teaching for about two years. He took last year off because he's playing recorder in school. So he competed uh, first uh, time in grade five practice channer, and he won a first place. That's awesome. And he's doing well, and he's and he, he played uh, pipes at the school. We saw a video of him playing. Yeah, he played at the pub night. He thing. played with a snare drummer. 
Yeah. That's and cool. so, uh, yeah, it was good. How he played, he played uh, also when we did the Havasu gig. Yeah, in Havasu, he uh, went up on stage without my permission and started playing in front of about 2,500 people. Without your permission? Without he just my, went up there? Well, I tried to stop him, but it was too late. He oh. went. <laughs> he went. Now, that's a kid. Well, and then he played, play. he played with us, too. He played, uh, played the Marines him with us, and he uh, soloed Amazing Grace for the... I remember, because uh, speaking, of, speaking of teaching your children foul language, um, he, uh, he, was, he was getting real nervous about this Amazing Grace solo and I think I, I can't remember if it, I think it was you that came up to me like hey can you go can you talk to him real quick yeah. and like can you like calm him down a bit and I was like yeah no problem man and I, and I walked up and I was like hey he's like what I was like you ready he's like yeah I was like all right I want you to kick this tune in the penis and he started laughing <laughs> and he did <laughs> he started laughing and I'm like I'm like see now you're laughing now you're not thinking about it anymore go play now's the time go go play hey can, can you say that to me before we do our MSR oh yeah no, dude I'll say I'll say dirtier <laughs> things to you <laughs> no, I feel good about the MSR, so it's going to be a good day. It's actually a fantastic segue. We are about to get ready for Smash Bands, um, and then we're going to do a little bit of Man on the Street for our topic of the week. But while we are off sweating in the heat and staring at Kevin Conquest's perfectly plaid ass. <laughs> in his trues. In his trues. Um, we actually have a, we have a special treat for the Chain Around audience, the first ever Chain Around Down Under. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. We have the first clip, the first shot at Chanarant Down Under from Uncle Chop. He interviews Kyle Warden, the pipe major of uh, Hawthorne Pipe Band. And uh, they're going to talk about uh, stuff about their concert that just happened last week. So hopefully you were there. Uh, they also got recordings. We're going to inter, uh, intercede, interloop, inter... We're going to go back in time, and we're going to put in clips of the <laughs> of the concert that they recorded. And uh, Uncle Chop, man, thanks for doing this. You're the best. And we look forward to more from uh, Chanarant Down Under. Can we go back in time and redo that segue? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to fuck it up again, so what's the difference? Here's Uncle Chop. G'day, Randers. Uncle Chop here, sitting down in the back of the pub after the big concert with uh, the Hawthorne City Pipe Band. They're taking flight. And uh, sitting down with Pipe Major Kyle Warren. Hey, Kyle, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good, how are you? Very, very well, now that I've had a couple of years to... Uh, <laughs> lubricated system and I'm pretty sure that everybody else in the pub's well lubricated as well. So, just a couple of little questions. I won't keep this for too long, but uh, how was the road leading up to the concert? Yeah, that was a busy road, busy. Um, obviously we put this in uh, kind of the wheels in motion some time ago and uh, we put your music together and then um, we actually had the kids band, so I um, teach at a, a local school here as well. So we had the kids band over for the European Championships just, just kind of prior to this concert. So for two weeks I've been in Scotland and then just so happened a couple of weeks before that we had um, quite quite an illness in the family as well, you know, so they're both, both the little girls were in hospital, which is very heavy. So um, in, in terms of a build-up to a concert, probably not ideal at all, but um, in the end I think we'd, we'd put a lot of the, kind of the, the foundations in place that... Uh, it came together very well on the night, you know, I think we're all kind of enjoying our night here in the pub um, after a good concert and uh, I think that kind of planning and preparation kind of helps you through um, kind of a bit of a kind of funny month, I guess, <laughs> a little bit uh, unexpected somewhat, but um, it was a good night in the end and uh, we all enjoyed it and hopefully obviously when I came along enjoyed it too. Bloody lovely, so a lot of bagpipe playing and a lot of travelling and not a lot of sleep. Exactly, pretty much for me in my role, um, anyone that's kind of in a leadership role in a band will know how um, how hard it is and how little thanks you get, but that's all part of the job, so um, 
it's a lot to put on a concert, you know. Um, and then it's not just the musical side of it, which is kind of what I guess the audience kind of sees and hears most. But it's it's all the other logistical stuff, you know. It's it's a big it's a big task, and I think for us this this was part of a fundraiser to, to try and help the band to get to the world. So um, we've learned a lot, you know, through this. And I think now once you start something, it's it's kind of easy to keep it going. So I'd like to feel that we can do this semi regularly in the future, you know. And um, it's good to get the boys on stage and. Uh, go through the motions uh, a bit more pressure than your average band practice obviously playing in front of a, an audience so uh, there's a there's so much to be gained from doing a concert you know it's not just um, you know, trying, to, trying to raise some funds for the band but it's certainly kind of going through a whole night of playing under pressure and uh, musically you know building your repertoire and having the pipes going going well because you're playing so much you know so the stamina is getting built there as well and you take a little bit of focus on the contest sets which is it's kind of good in a way as well because you you got to keep it fresh for everyone as well if you just play your free contest sets over and over and over it probably gets a little bit tiring in the end so I think all in I've been very keen uh, since I've led the band to try and do things that um, have more than just one outcome so tonight I would say we've got three, four or five outcomes from a, a very positive night and an enjoyable night and hopefully um, that's what the audience felt as well Yes and from a uh, a spectator or a a paying patron point of view the the night was sensational it went off well the kids bands were sensational the National Youth Pipe Band of Australia and Scotch College um, absolutely incredible and uh, well, thank you very much for putting on a good show so all this kind of a mentality did you um, gain this from your time at Field Marshal under Richard? Um, I think coming here it's been a real eye opener for me like you know coming from Scotland and, and being so ingrained with the culture there you know where piping is in the culture for sure and obviously Northern Ireland it's, it's such a strong scene over there an incredibly strong scene so the very aligned I guess Scotland and, and Northern Ireland or, or Ireland in general um, coming here it, it's a little bit you know it's, it's not quite in the culture as such so you have to try and support that or create that culture so having the, the, the school it's, it's a big thing in Scotch College you know the pipes and drums are right up there with other aspects of the school like the school's very well known for its rowing success or its um, orchestra for example but uh, when you're the other side of the world you know a pipe band doesn't really stand out as being something to be involved in so um, it's quite interesting being down here, um, you know, far away from the home of piping, um, but trying to create that interest, you know, from the youth. Um, so the youth pipe band tonight, the National Youth Pipe Band of Australia, they're, they're obviously off to Belfast at the, towards the end of the year to perform in the tattoo. It's fantastic to see the interest in the youth. Um, I think the interest is always going to be there, but down this side of the world, you just have to show them that it's it's an option, it's something to do. You know, I think in Scotland, it's very clearly an option. You know, you, you see pipe bands everywhere, you see piping everywhere. Over here, you have to try and go and find, create that interest in it. And I think once, um, once you've got, uh, you know, young young people interested in what you do, it's quite easy to, to take them along on the journey, you know, like anything. Um, once you hook them in, you've got them, you've got them, you know. So we're a competitive sport, you know, a musical sport. And certainly in the boys' school that I'm with and teaching, it's um, it's a massive thing that gets them interested. You know, they they like sport. Um, so the fact that it's a musical sport, the music part doesn't really separate from their minds. They want to win on the field when they've got the footy strip on. They want to win on the field and they've got the kilt on. So it's um, it's, it's pretty interesting to to be in that kind of dynamic, I guess, or, or that kind of scene. And 
been pretty enjoyable or very enjoyable to be here. trying to just help that I guess you know I'm trying to keep what's been a very successful scene over the years you know and the Victorian piping scene so hopefully we're, we're trying to contribute to that trying, to, can, trying you know. to push and evolve the, the whole the rest of it along so, but anyway I just have one final question now since you are part of the machine of robots that is Field Marshal did you have a whole lineup of ladies tonight thinking, oh my god, this guy is amazing, we all just want to suck it in? <laughs> was there any? I'm okay. Um, uh, <laughs> was there a lineup of ladies? Uh, probably no. not, no, no. Um, and I'm sure my wife would be happy to hear that as well. Oh. So it's a. Uh, no, that, that, that time in the band was phenomenal for me, you know, I played in the band 2011 to 2014, I played in the band for four years, we won four world championships, two grand slams, four champion of champions, 17 major titles out of 20, it, was, it feels like a bit of a dream now, it does feel like a wee while ago, it was a very special time to be in the band, you know, probably... I think in terms of taking four years as a, a snippet of four years in the history of pipe bands, it was the most successful period in pipe band history for four years, you know. Uh, and um, a, lo- a lot of pipers, it's almost like a goal. Oh, hundred percent. We wish that I wish that I could be that good, but unfortunately, I'm not sure. Uh, the, maybe maybe yeah. if I practice seventeen hours a day and sleep too, and go to work for three, that would be fine. <laughs> Oh, it does, it does take a lot, you know, I think the pressure starts from yourself, your own expectations before, you know, the pipe major or anyone else puts those expectations on you, so um, my dream was to play in the band, the, the, the success of the winning major championships or anything was kind of secondary to just wanting to play under, for me, like, you know, to play under Richard Parks, and put it in the football terms, as much as I'm a, I'm a Liverpool fan, you know, Richard, for me, is, is Sir Alex Ferguson of, um, of pipe bands, you know, he's... Um, the greatest pipe major for, for me so to learn under him was a, a special opportunity and and the success was 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 obviously great to be a part of but it was a it was an added bonus you know for me I just wanted to play in that circle and I remember what it was like watching that circle for years as a as a, as a youngster wishing I was in there so to be in there was um, a phenomenal time um, miss it greatly being out of it obviously um, it's obviously nice to be here in Melbourne and be a part of the scene here and, and trying to achieve what we're trying to achieve with Hawthorne and the band has been a great one in the past and we want to take it back there so it's very easy to get excited about you know getting pipe sighting on your shoulder and having a practice when you've got clear goals but um, at the same time it was um, one of the best period of my not only my piping career but just pretty much the best period of my life I guess um, very special thing, you know. Wonderful, wonderful. All right. Well, the barman is called Last Drinks, so we better bugger off because uh, otherwise we're going to miss out on the last one. So, thank you very much for your time, Carl, and uh, good luck in Glasgow on the green. Thank you very much. I'm really excited, and uh, you can buy me a beer. Cheers, Carl. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> See you guys. All right, so we are back. Um, thank you, Uncle Chop, for that amazing interview from the Hawthorne Pipe Band concert. I'm here um, with, you know, as always, our uh, beautiful bearded co-host, Mr. Andy Fuko, and you got some friends you want to introduce to the show. Yeah, I got a, we got a special surprise for uh, the big man himself, Biggie Rab. And, Rabby uh, the Pooh. Rabby the Pooh. And, uh, Rab, we have something here for you. <laughs> Welcome back to the beer tent. It's Mike. And Paul. And Stu. It's been a little while, but we're back, yes, kind of. Sort of. Uh, we're, we're, we're guesting on another podcast. Yeah. 
at least for the short run. We're, we're, we've got something maybe no, coming don't, out. Don't spoil the big... So the big announcement is the beer tent is, is... We're back open for business. I don't know what your guys' production schedule is like, but ours might be up before yours. I don't know. So this might be a bit of a bummer of announcement. <laughs> this will come out in about six months. Oh, okay. sweet. So <laughs> you're, you're on the same timeline. <laughs> we, 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 we used to be on the Grace Note rant uh, schedule where we'd release one every three years, and now we're up to six months because oh, okay. we hired it. We hired a producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grace Note Vortex, you mean? It's, it's been great. We've been hanging out this weekend here at the Flagstaff Games with, with, with you two, with the Channel Rant Boys, and uh, it's been beer and chanter rant boys. <laughs> yeah. Tent yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. So I have a question for you guys. Now that you're back into the, well, are you actually back in the podcasting game? First we, of all, we, we've recorded one. We're uh, we gotta post it soon. Um, we're, we're trying to figure out what it's gonna be. Well, here's the big question. This is what's important to me: is since you guys got out of podcasting, what three years ago, maybe? What was our last show? It was like the 2000 World's 2018, 15, yeah. 2017, no, no. 2016, 2016, oh, wow. something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So like. I mean, I don't want to spoil the surprise, but, but the FM someone won, won the, the FM World. <laughs> if, you, if you've been waiting our, our for our was show, the pre, was the pre-show? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. We, that's we right. never, we never, never did came the, back. Yeah, never came back. After yeah. That, so, so I'm actually yeah. curious how your guys' lives have improved since you gave up this nonsense that is podcasting. Uh, hmm, improved. They're they're different. <laughs> We we I, I I've been bugging him for a while to get back together, and we actually did a video too. Really? Oh, like a YouTube thing? So yeah. So we're we're when the when this is up, we'll we'll post that. Not a whole lot of action, just us sitting behind the microphones. But we're just trying something. I'm still not convinced that anybody wants to actually see us talk. <laughs> I, I'm looking right at you, and I don't want to see you. <laughs> We, we, we thought the same thing for years. Right back at you. <laughs> We're always like, like what? Like, you guys should live stream. It's like, why? You just want to watch us get drunk for an hour and a half and make dick jokes? Well, that's kind of uh, what we did on the podcast anyway. So. You guys did yeah. a lot of dick jokes? No. 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 no, he cut him out. <laughs> think we'll do less dick jokes in the future? I don't know. <laughs> it was mostly Paul, I think. But uh, so, uh, yeah. Paul, Paul is a walking dick joke. I love you, Paul. <laughs> I, I think I was usually the one who would flagrantly swear though. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do have yeah. a couple questions for you guys. Sure. One, why did you get at, why did you guys stop? Cuz it was such an odd way to you just disappeared essentially. Was there something that happened? Who fucked whose wife? <laughs> I, think it, I think it's more just life. We, I think we all had kind of separate things that just kind of intervened life-wise. And okay. uh, things have kind of leveled out recently. So, I mean, we still, you know, stayed in touch with each other. And, you know... Uh, we still play in the band. We still play in the band. Well, two We're, of you do. Two, two does. I retired. Yeah, uh, but, you're, but you're, you're like the band mom now. Yeah. Um, sure. The hair. You look like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot more to that story, Andy. You <laughs> yeah, have no idea. Yeah, there's, there's more there. But yeah, I mean, we had some intervening life events, and uh, now we're back, and you know, we just enjoy spending time together. So why not record it? Yeah. Yeah. I also don't want to spoil the surprise. Like it's going to be less pipe bandy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, we're doing a new show too. We're, we're teasing it. We're not talking about it yet, but yeah. it's not pipe band at all. So it's okay. more. It's more historical. More historical. Yes. More historical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, it's going to take some research. So if anybody okay, wants to be so, a research intern, yeah. we're, you know, I think I think they're politely asking us to get the hell out of here. What would ours be? Like, like, like current <laughs> events, maybe? Or like hot topics? <laughs> we're just whatever... 
whatever the fuck we think about whatever, talking about. Whatever has annoyed Paul that week, I think, yeah, drives yeah. most of it. I, um, I do, I do get on on a high horse occasionally. That's, yeah, that's mm. what our show's all about. What annoys us? So yeah. very low horse. It's, most, it's mostly just us whinging for an hour and a half while we get <laughs> yeah. shit faced. Right. Yeah. 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 So, uh, like fun. Uh-huh. You know I mean, welcome maybe. to Channerant. <laughs> uh-huh. Review beer tents at Highland Games. Uh, like you guys used to do review beers and stuff, you know? Ooh. Uh, let's just do a test run. Let's just see what it sounds like. So, here's the concept you guys are going to review this beer tent that just happened. Uh-huh. Tell us, well, tell us about we've, we've the flagstaff. We've got more tent. beer tenting to, to go. Okay. Because, okay. uh, I mean, we, we just finished competition and then we're heading over for kitchen piping and a drum salute. And, oh. uh, Is Paul playing the I'm, drum salute? Uh, no, I'm. I'm doing a bass drum solo. <laughs> well, this it's what people have been waiting years for. <laughs> oh my God. The best part about a bass drum solo is the end. <laughs> so, I'll take uh, that. <laughs> Paul, what do you think of the choices they gave us here this this weekend for beers? The, the beer tent here at the Five Stamp Games? Um, well, I mean, it's all like the classic, you know... It's the whole thing. they got Harp, they got Smittix, they've got, they've got Guinness. They did not have Bass... They had Kilt Lifter, which is like a local uh, favorite, didn't they? Didn't they? I thought that was so. And, and like apparently a, and on seven dollars a ticket, they think we make a lot more money as bagpipers than yeah. we actually do. Yeah, it was yeah. a little spendy this year. You guys, you guys don't make a lot of money. Did I? Do, do you? Yeah. No, no, I make so much money <laughs> as a bagpiper. There's yeah. an ex-bagpiper. There's I make a, more money now as a piper, as an ex-piper. Yeah. Have you ever did as an actual piper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There, there was a, a local Flagstaff meadery that had a couple meads. Yeah, Mike, I uh, some opinions on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was regrettable. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure they're good guys and I'm sure they're trying real hard and um, mead's not really my thing, but um, it was kind of gross. Well, that's that's honest opinion and that's what we're all about here, Chandra. <laughs> Honesty. <laughs> so, <laughs> but they mix the mead with wow, Guinness. Wow, that's really different yeah, from most projects. They made a they made a like a scorpion with the mead and the and the, and the and the Guinness and I, I'm not a big fan of that you personally, but. Them? No, well, no, they, they like did. floated on top, you know, like a half and half yeah. or, or a black and tan. Yeah, I know. That, that, that just horrible. does not sound good. Yeah, that sounds truly yeah. awful. I may have to go try it. Yeah. <laughs> it was super gross. You should try like I, eight of them. I think we've mostly just been drinking Guinness, though. And really, what is there to say other than just perfection? Guinness, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. How do you go wrong? I don't know why any games would ever choose not to serve Guinness at, at a base level of some sort, right? Well, that was sort of our Holy Trinity-like concept. Every game I've ever been to, they've served Harp, Smittix, and Guinness. Uh, which, is, which makes sense, right? It's kind of the color of the rainbow. Harp is the very light beer that nobody likes. Smittix is the darker beer that less people like. And then there's Guinness, you know? So. Right, yeah. No, and I, I know I like it. What is Josh? All the colors of the rainbow? Right. Do you, paint with, do you paint with all the colors of the beer tent? I absolutely do. Right into the toilet. Right, right into the ground. <laughs> we, can, we can cut off the. Well, that's the, that's the thing about the mixed mead. If you want to mix mead and Guinness, like you could pour, you could cut out the middleman. Just pour it on the ground, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it actually, sounds like an improvement. Yeah. Much better. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. might as well pour it on the ground instead of having to have me yak it back up for you, like a like a mama bird regurgitating for her young. <laughs> oh boy. What? <laughs> Been there, my friend. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's not forget why we're here. This is for Big Rab. We love you, Big Rab. I totally forgot about that fucking guy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rab. Rabby we, the Pooh. We were talking when we were, we were 
thinking about recording again and just saying like it was kind of funny because when we started our pipe band podcast it was just because we like to talk about pipe band and we just got together and said well why don't we everybody listen to it the the fourth download was a a surprise it's okay nobody did it was me and fusco and rap and that was it it was the three of us and then you guys yeah but but we were we were just really we we were all saying that we're really glad a like how much rab show has taken off and how big a deal it is you know and everybody's listening to it and then and then you guys are doing really well and doing lots of shows and it's so it's so nice that even though we're not doing it regularly there is like still something out there something going well that there's still some interest in this that listeners still have a place to turn so thank you guys for putting on your show and 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 thank you rab for being just like the most legend legend ever yeah. Class. I mean, uh, to be fair, you guys were like the grandfathers of bagpipe and podcast, right? Because they, you started Rab in a way, right? Gray. <laughs> I, I, I am well, not no, Rab, take, Rab's first podcast was an audio response to one of our shows. I, I am not going to take credit for Rab's success. I will say that when we started our podcast, I don't think there was another one. Um, since then, there's yeah. a few that have, have popped up. Uh, like you guys, which I think is super cool. Well, we only talk about bagpipes every fourth episode. Right. But didn't Rab, like, start on your show doing, like, interviews across the pond? He did. He, did. Yeah. He, he got uh, he got some interviews with uh, FM players. He was the roving reporter. Yeah. when Because we, obviously, it's a lot harder for us to travel to all the, like, yeah. the Europeans, the, the, the worlds, all these yeah. things. And he would go and he'd, like like harass people right. and get interviews and then send us these amazing clip shows which mm. we would then just post and say yeah. here's Rab and, yeah. and but the first time we got in touch with Rab it was great we'd put out like only a few episodes not very many yeah. and we got this email with a giant audio file attached to it and he said hey guys I'm I'm too lazy to type this all out just listen to it and it was like a 35 minute response to our one show and mostly it was just going like oh i love it it's so great and and i mean i can't imagine uh, a more positive or, or, or a good response to, to something you put out there to know that people especially somebody oh, on the God. other side of the, of the world who yeah. enjoys it and, and, and relates to it I mean I thought it was great <laughs> and, and, and just to come friends. from piping band central in the British Isles <laughs> and you know to to review us in Tucson Arizona in the middle of the desert and say love you guys it's like wow that was that, that was really I, helpful I still remember what he said about your laugh story. <laughs> he said he, he said how much he loved your laugh and then he said it just takes me to the fair <laughs> and he also taught us a word he taught us the word crack yeah, oh, yeah. we didn't yeah. Know, we didn't know that word before yeah. he, he just kept saying it was such a good crack and we we're like what the hell is he talking yeah, about yeah we had to google it <laughs> we, yeah, we, we had, had to learn that while we were there when yeah, we were we learning about, that's, that's when we learned about the crack and the sesh and the sesh it's yeah. more or less the same thing but yeah, uh, yeah. so uh, it's exciting to hear that you guys might be coming back in some mm-hmm. form or another I'm sure Rab will be all over he'll be sucking your dicks pretty quick so <laughs> <laughs> I mean Verbally and you know, yes. funny story. Funny verbally, story. physically, oh, yeah. I mean, we could go. I won't. I won't I, hold I him. Say, to that. I'll take the grandfather. Uh, I'll take the grandfather title. I just turned sixty, so yay. Wow. <laughs> so did Fusco. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. You look amazing. Well, thank you. Fat is nature's Botox. <laughs> <laughs> Well, gentlemen, it's an absolute pleasure uh, seeing all of you. I can say that well, as, thank an, you so as an original much for Beer Tent fan. Um, it was great to, to hook up the two shows together. All we need is we need Rab here. So let's. Uh, yeah. let's Do any of you guys want to take this opportunity if, if to say cunt wanna, on the radio? Because you're not going to be able to do it on your show. <laughs> do you like, a, like a Patreon or something? Oh, cunt. <laughs> no, if you guys have a Patreon, here's, here's my message. If you want to uh, send. 
the Channel Rant, uh, a nice donation. Uh, we'll maybe make a fund to buy Rab a plane ticket to Flagstaff for next year. Ooh. If we can get Rab here for Flagstaff next year, if you if you Why kindly... Why don't we just get Rab to Vegas, baby? Or Vegas is, would be, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Be, in April, that'd be a great game. Get, so, get, yeah. Yeah. get Rab to Vegas. So wait, maybe we should, we, should start, we should start a Kickstarter or Kick something. Started, something. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Get Rab to Vegas. That's yeah. not a bad idea, actually. Or yeah. he, could, he could just go back to selling heroin. <laughs> Or giving $5 handjobs out on the corner. I don't know. Wait, what does that translate to in pounds sterling? That's like $5 handjobs, like a, what, three and a half dollar? Hand, it's, three and a half pounds? It's a lot. I don't know. It's like, a, 30, it's like a 30p handjob? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know this about Ra, Arab, so I'm going yeah. to... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're we're going to have to respectfully decline that comment. If you know, if you're out there listening right now and you're a fan of the beer tent, check out their new stuff they have coming out, which may or may not be before this episode, depending on how fast Fusco edits it. Either and way... Go look at it anyway. Go check it out anyway. Go look at their backlog because there's some great stuff there. These guys are legends. And um, send us a quick email, channeran at gmail.com. Let us know how much you think Big Rab charges for a handjob. <laughs> We'd love to know. And if, and if you've actually experienced the Rab handjob, we want to know about that as well. Yeah. Send it in for Dirtbag Olympics 6. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thanks, guys, for uh, yeah, cheers, cheers, right. drink. How about you? Yeah, let's go get yeah, some beers. Yeah. Yeah, let's get some kitchen back to the beer tank. Thanks for having us. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Cheers. cheers.
well after an incredibly uh, riveting two-person kitchen piping contest. Fosco, uh, what do you think of our competitors? Our competitors in the kitchen piping contest? Uh, I haven't had enough beer, to be honest. I'm going to be political here. Uh, it, was, uh, it was an interesting and exciting contest between two people, one a bass drummer and another a piper. It's, uh, I guess that's what we do out here. <laughs> when they do. I, f- I, find, I find the fact that uh, it was very generous of them to award both first and second place prizes, uh, especially considering there were only two entries. I mean, that's how you do it out here. You win all the prize money because there's not enough people that come, so you just automatically win if you enter. Well, you have to have drummers, of course. We won nothing, but uh, just come out and play in Flagstaff, I guess, and you win money. We won in the hearts and minds of our audience. I think so. I think everybody felt bad for us, and in the end, isn't that really what matters, that people uh, uh, gravitate to for pity? I mean, yeah, we're just trying to get pity pussy here. That's how I get most of my girlfriends. Pity. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, uh... They don't call him Andrew Pity Pussy Fusco for nothing. <laughs> pity the puss. I pity the puss. Uh, I pity the puss that crushes this puss. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess that was that's the last major thing that happened here. Uh, we've had an exciting show, I think. Uh, I don't know what else we can insert. We didn't record anything, but... Um, did you get any, did you go talk to the Paw Boys about anything? Oh, okay. So uh, I guess we should wrap this thing up, shouldn't we? So you ready to edit that part out and, and we'll do the closing? Well, Fusco, I gotta say, it has been a fantastic, windy, and very dusty weekend here in Flagstaff, Arizona. Do you have any final thoughts? I would, but I can't speak so much dust in my mouth. It's better than semen, I suppose. But anyway, uh, final thoughts. Uh, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here and go home and get back to air conditioning. How about you? And, and sit on your couch and play Apex? I'm going, I'm fiending for uh, video games. And, uh, well, video games. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> video games and a blowjob. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'd say uh, Flagstaff was an absolute record success over last year. Um, I think that uh, this is probably easily the best show we've ever done from Flagstaff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're moving up in the world, I think. Uh, we just keep just keep plugging away. Eventually, you strike on a winner. Unfortunately, there were guests here that uh, had some merit. Otherwise, we were fucking sitting here with our dicks in the wind. I mean, I think I think we have merit as the co-hosts of the world's most popular backpacking podcast. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Uh, I'm gonna I'll, I'll let you go with that one. That's fair. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in for this episode of Chain Rain Podcast. We will see you next time back from the comfort of my dining room and uh yeah Fusco I say go ahead and play us out